0: Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Beer and Banter. Uh, I hope you can enjoy our opinions as much as we enjoy our own opinions. <laughs> if you also have any opinions, please let us know in the comments. We'll definitely discuss that on the following episode. And then I'd like to ask Jeff to introduce himself first. He's my mate here on the, on the recording, no, on the show. <laughs> All right. Hello, everybody.
1: My name is Jeff. Um, I'm a... I'm a former high school teacher in, from South Africa. Um, I'm absolutely unhealthily obsessed with South African and sport in general. Um, being in Korea here with GMT plus nine, it means late nights and early mornings watching and following South African sport, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, teaching at a teaching at a hug uh at Korean Academy and uh, Yeah. Really just grateful to be here, and Thanks so much for having
0: me. Like a Jeff. Yeah. Uh, so for myself, uh, my name is AJ, and I'm also living here in Korea now with Jeff, one of the motivators for this podcast. Um, I think we got fed up with just talking on groups and irritating other people. <laughs> so we started this podcast. Um, and I think it's just basically... Um, I want people who listen to the podcast to think of that setting after a game where you chat with your mates about the, the match and then speculate about what's going to happen, team choices, all those kind of things. So nothing serious. Don't expect an expert opinion or expert analysis of why Ben Whitehouse is probably the, the yeah, I don't want to use a bad word. But the worst referee worst referee in the world but yeah so that's the kind of opinions yeah that's the kind of opinions you'll hear on on this podcast so jeff what's your motivation like to to stay awake like we sometimes have to stay awake like i've watched the bulls game at 4 a.m in the morning and i have then i didn't even sleep before because you get busy and then when you see the time you're like I'm not going to sleep for like two hours and then wake up again. So you just stay awake, watch the game and sleep afterwards. What would you say is the thing that makes it possible for you or that motivates you to stay up to watch sport?
1: I must say, you know, it's just something that I've grown up with. It's something that I've, you know, been used to my entire life. Um, From growing up, you know, playing sport myself. Not at a great, high, great high level, but um, playing sport, having a brother who's just as intensely involved in sport as I am, so it's been a part of my life ever since I can remember. And then, you know, moving to to another place where you know you're out of the time zone, you have to make a plan. And yeah. the fact that you know you you stream this way, that way, you know you've 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 gone to a lot of lengths to actually yeah. get the coverage. <laughs> So once you have the coverage, fact that you just stay awake a little bit later is is really irrelevant. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I obviously have have a have a wife as well, so <laughs> I uh, I have to you know keep it down. Make make sure that my household chores are done. Yeah. And uh, you know she gives me a lot of grace in terms of the amount of sport I watch. Yeah. So very grateful to her.
0: Yeah. My my way of of watching sport has changed a lot since moving here. Uh, actually like three years ago in china as well where you can't literally like two o'clock in the morning scream at the television because your neighbors will come running like what the house abuse is going on here <laughs> and yeah. then you get a baby and then you can't shout because you'll just wake her so you literally no, exactly. have this inner voice that's shouting yeah, I
1: think I think for a Bulgarian, you know, that's that's quite a difficult thing to do. That's the biggest yeah. adjustment, more than actually, you know, the, the, the time. <laughs> yeah, I can remember back home. you yeah, that guy next door, he used to make sure everybody knew that the shots
0: were playing. <laughs> yeah. um,
1: nothing wrong, nothing against that. I uh, I quite enjoy the vibe.
0: Yeah, yeah. So in today's episode, we're just gonna discuss like the the end of year tour squad that's been announced. Uh, just two days ago. I think there are some interesting inclusions and exclusions. And then also we'll talk about the World Cup the coming up, the T20 World Cup. I think we have a lot of... Or the media coverage for the cricket is much... is not as good as it is for when it's a Rugby World Cup. Like, when it's a Rugby World Cup, everybody gets behind the Springboks, And then... But for cricket World Cups, it's a little bit... It's not the same. Yeah. And then, then we'll also talk about Bafana Bafana topping their uh, group so far in the World Cup qualifiers. Yeah. Okay. So absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, Jeff, uh, do you maybe want to uh, talk about the the questionable selections f- about the for the w- end of year tour squad? Which ones have you seen? What, what All do right. You think about the squad. Sure.
1: I don't. I don't mind doing that. Um, I I do think that we're a little bit. Uh, thin on this in the second row. Um yeah. I know that uh, you know there's 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 been a, a couple of injuries in that in that area the the good old s name on yeah old Viking uh, a Viking <laughs> injuring himself yet again you know just yeah. as he was just as he was on his way back and I it, it pains me to say it but uh I think Marvin Ori while he has come along uh, leaps and bounds from from what he was uh when you when you know when he was at the lions um i do feel that uh he's 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 not uh not springbok quality right up there in terms of you know in relation to the other locks that we do have um yeah i mean there's a there's a couple of lucy's that are that are unlucky to to miss out there um, you think of if Ev, uh evan russ you think of uh low from the bulls so i think you know we can we can sit here and and try and dissect the the inner workings of the team, but uh, I I think we we should trust Ninoba and Rasi to yeah that uh, the guys that are there are gonna pull it through for the boys. I'm actually trying to pick up my notes here. I did make a hell of a lot more notes, but uh, <laughs> yeah, for me, you know, I don't seem to find them at the
0: moment Marvin Ori. Like when he, uh, I remember him at the Bulls and then a little bit at the Lions, but he. He's been quiet, if I can say it like that. He has. He's not the. He's not that type of lock that's the typical South African enforcer, bruiser kind of type of even. It's a bit mold.
1: Yes, absolutely. And I found I, him now.
0: I'll, 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 I feel he's solid. Like I, I, one stage in, I think the Curry Cup, the past few years, he was like one of the leading lineout locks. But yeah. I feel like we have so many good lineout options that we mm. don't need another lineout option. Especially
1: with uh, you know, the formation of the of the forward pack that you see, it, it seems we seem to go with. Um, you're looking at a number seven who's who's a a lock come flank, you know, yeah. kind of if at the the P, Peter Steff, De Toy Franco, Master type of guys. So it seems like that extra seven line-out option is always there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then Dwayne is a solid one at at eight. I don't. I, I'm not sure is he if he's picked up an injury recently, but you know, you've got Dwayne Vermeulen and then basically you've got your, your, your two locks. That's four line-out options. That's yeah. really, that's really enough. So lineouts, we, we're pretty solid. Um, yeah. But I mean, when you think of what you, what you do want from a lock uh, you don't, you don't need much else other than just make your tackles and hit the rocks, man. And, yeah. and I think, I think if the guys can do, can do that, um, you're not expecting them to set the world on fire with flashy footwork or anything yeah. but um, do do the job well um we're in, in uh, at set piece time and and uh, don't miss tackles
0: yeah that's the that's the important thing and i think that's where uh, eben and those guys eben and franco no, are, are they they me, they they barely ever miss a tackle and when they tackle you you feel it exactly. and i just feel like Marvin Ory will tackle a guy like me and you like that, but I don't. I don't think he can write off Brody or Talik like Arky Neyman can. Yeah, shame. Off. I think
1: I think we should we shouldn't hop too much on this Marvin Ori story. I mean,
0: and has, for uh,
1: do you think he has Brody, made the
0: squad? Uh, yeah, that's. I, I think what we've seen about Rossi is if he picks a player, there's a plan of the. Player.
1: Yeah, there's uh, yeah, absolutely, and often you know. We as, as fans, we only see the game. You don't see the guy's attitude at training. You don't see, yeah. you know, the guy's mindset. And sometimes a lot of a lot of those things come into come into team yeah. selection more so than than what the fans think. Definitely. Actually,
0: yeah, I think as you, because you were a coach before, you know that more than anybody else, that you you, well, you a lot of times thanks. parents or fans will think, no, this guy's not the right inclusion, but actually in training he works. Very yeah. hard to get there. And you as the coach will know that, but obviously the fans or the, the parents won't see that. That's- no
1: at face at face value. You know, you don't see that. You don't see the boy carrying the water in yeah. every training session. You don't see the boy carrying the tea. You don't see his face light up when you say to him, Hey, but you yeah. know, there's 10 minutes left. We're a couple of points up. Go and spend some time on the wing, you know, and the Oaks yeah. I'm thinking of a specific example from my experience that he went and scored. Uh, the winning try eventually, or, or a try, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that sticks in my mind from my experience. But yeah, yeah don't, don't pump me too much uh, in terms of coaching,
0: <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so, I, uh, um,
0: for for me, the inclusion of Valila Rue is very questionable. I feel that. Um, really. Or what I think this, is, is, is this is a this is a proper topic. This yeah. let's for go fullbacks. Like, he he, ha- he had the quality, and I think he showed it in the World Cup final. But right. he, I think he's lost it. And there's other options that's, that's I, I want to say, kicking down the door to be selected. If you look mm. at Fassi, if you look at Gelant and those mm. guys. So I'm not sure if they're going to use Vali at this end of year tour as a mentor, or he's actually going to play. Because I think we do need a guy to, to show Fassi. The ropes more in depth, and I think Vali Leroux has been long serving for the Spring Rocks so he obviously knows everything, and he can help a guy like Fassi. But yeah, he I don't feel he, I feel he shouldn't be taking up the the place of a guy like Fassi because Fassi needs to. If we're looking at twenty twenty three, is Vali Leroux still going to be an option, or is Fassi so? Let me, still- me
1: ask you a question, Andreas. If you if you're going to build your ideal fullback, where do you start? What do you want from a fullback?
0: I think um, as a I I haven't coached before, but for me, okay. a fullback needs to be able to kick a technical and kick All it right. like, I mean, like we saw France staying in that New Zealand game. He needs yeah. to use the 50-22 rule. That's the, the big okay. thing for so me. So that's, that's a bonus. Yeah.
1: In my, in my opinion, you know, you want, you want a couple of things to from a fullback. You want someone who, number one is fit. And when he when yeah. he when he enters the line, he enters the line for a reason. He's not there yeah. just to make up numbers, you know, because the oak's got a he's got a lot of space to cover. And when he gets kicked on, number two, he needs to catch the ball. Yeah. That's pretty much yeah, that's the <laughs> Safety, biggest... safety under the high ball is the rule number one as yeah. a fullback. Whether I don't care whether you're as flashy as you want, whether you can step yeah. anybody, if you cannot catch a high ball. You can go child, child bench because, yeah. you know, there's a there's a difference between having a fullback on the wing or having a wing at fullback. And at the moment, Villalaru is making too many mistakes, uh, crucial mistakes, fundamental errors yeah. uh, in terms of either positioning or or hands and basic skills under pressure. So, you know, yes, he did have a a, a, a great World Cup. And I think he got he got the plaudits that he deserved when people realized you know he wasn't as terrible as as yeah. they think. But I think now recently in the in in the championships and stuff and in the in the lions tour, he wasn't he wasn't where fans would want him to be, yeah. you know, in terms of his level. Uh, in terms of other options, do we have that, you know, the I'm hesitant to say Percy Montgomery because of the flack I get, but you know, the 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 safety option. Do do we have that? Who's the safest, or are they all either too flash or no? I know, think too 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 inconsistent.
0: What I've seen of Farsi, uh, I mean, in the Super Rugby and all these competitions where we played against our own p- players, so it's not really yeah. you can't really measure a guy to play Springboks on that because yeah. our our provincial rugby has been I don't want to say diluted because it sounds negative, but a lot of talent has left our shores, and we yeah. didn't really play against other international players. Mm-hmm. So what I've seen there from Fassi is, is he's solid at the back. He mm-hmm. mostly catches the ball every time, and when he catches the ball, he brings that Colby-like, um, you know, creating, all, yeah, creating something from nothing.
1: Yeah, and that's what look what as I, a as a. As a Sharks fan, sorry to cut you there, but as a, as a Sharks fan, I'm definitely on your side in terms of yeah. Fussy. Like, he's, he's the person who is the future there. Yeah. Um, from when you watch his super cut for, I think he played for Dale, um, and you, he was playing 13, yeah. and he was tearing people up. He's got gas, he's got flair, you know, he passes yeah. nicely, he's got good hands, um, tackles all right. And I mean, when 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 fans that's another point for another day but often fans get this narrative that you know we can't have him there because you know i want this other option so i'm gonna disregard all the good things that that brings and then focus on the fact that in their opinion can't tackle so that's you know that's that's his frailty and that's the reason why he shouldn't be part of the setup but you know when 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 you realize that no one is a no one is no one makes 100 percent of tackles yeah, no one is gonna do it. No, and if they do, if they make then they're not offering you what he's not they're not scoring tries like he can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean his first his first international try was a thing of beauty on the wing. Yeah. Um, yeah. yes, inside and I mean, outside. a stage. Yes. And he slotted yeah.
0: he slotted into the wing as if he's been playing Springbok rugby for his exactly. whole Exactly, He's a baller. You know, yeah.
1: he's, he's he's a he's a baller, he's a backline player. he's you know, he brings your skills wherever yeah. you decide to put him. Yeah. So I'm definitely. I mean. Unless he's going to play Flav, uh, and I, I think that would be the the least the, the yeah. least conducive position, but he probably would be all right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Chaland, what are you what is what what are your thoughts there?
0: Well, uh, there's a bit of a biasness towards him because I'm a, as you know, a big Blue Bull supporter, and Indeed. he was a, and he left us for our arch rival, so that that even killed my love for habana back in the day when he went to to, to the stormers so ah oh, man yeah but kaland he's a he had his quality times at the bulls um i just feel he he was very inconsistent the last few games for the stormers he's been very good but yes. he has that he ha, he still needs to build that trust again to say hey i can back Halant 100% all the way at mm. this stage i'm 80% Fussy and twenty percent
1: galant. Okay, oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I know that uh, all we really want him to do is string a couple of eighty-minute performances and yeah. together, and you know, not get injured. Just yeah, you know, build the build the <laughs> conditioning up a little bit. Yeah, um, I've always because said Because I that think he's he's always he's, he's got he's got a little bit more solidity, I think. Yeah. Um, in terms of you know positioning, and he's I, I think he's got a. And is bigger player. boots,
0: more of a controlled, weighted boot, if you know what I mean, yeah. than uh, yeah. then fussy. And he's he's already in the box setup for quite some time. He's not it's not that's, like he's a that's new true. player. That's and true. then for me, um Stein, do you think he's going he's also being installed in like a mentor type of role? I still love him, he's still quality, he showed it in the championship. Uh, but I don't know about his age. thats Is he going to be the Brian Lima of South Africa making more than three World Cups? Or is he just there to play a mentor role like Billy?
1: Yeah, I think he's going to end up a consultant, if you ask me. Um, something that was really remiss of me, um, I wanted to actually just mention, you know, um, the devastating, tragic news that we got in the week of the car crash of Sean Wainui oh, yeah. Yeah, in New Zealand. I really, I really enjoyed, you know, watching him play. And, yeah, he was an
0: ex You know, in the,
1: cut, cut in the prime of his life. And condolences to anybody out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, his friends, family, everybody in New Zealand. I know the end of year tour. You know, it's it's an emotional time for everybody. It's it really was a shock and uh, yeah. strength to those down south.
0: Yeah. Thanks for that.
1: <laughs> no problem.
0: Yeah. So I, I've seen on social media, I don't really watch the Gallagher Premiership. Like we said, it's very late for us to watch it. But yeah. I've seen people going on about Tyron Green. Um, mm-hmm. And I've checked some of his stat, uh, stats in this week. And he's been pretty good. 18 defenders beaten in four matches. I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's solid. So I, I remember for the Lions. Yeah, he's also, yeah. also an option for the box. But I, I, don't, I think there's, at this stage, too many guys who's, who's an option. And I think Rossi, if he wanted Tyron Green, or let me say Ninober, if he wanted Tyron Green, he would have already had him in the box set up.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I yeah. think so too. I mean, there's there's just so much talent coming out of South Africa, yeah. if you think. And I mean, we just look thinking of backline players yeah. and, in the, in yeah, the, and the, the leadership loose sports, as well.
0: That, you you check what sports, Andre Estesen
1: so. has done there with, yeah. with Harlequins. I mean, you think of uh, Tyron Green. Um You can even go a bit further into into France and Dylan Lates and there's just guys performing everywhere. Yeah, and sadly, as sad as it is, you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat the pull of of big money when you when you you pulling Zara back home, and now mm. all of a sudden someone offers you GBP. Yeah, it's uh, you you're, know, not, there's, you're there's, not gonna say <laughs> no. It's it's a no brainer, really. So I think that's that's an indictment on the. On the administration to, to either pump some more money somehow into into professional rugby in South Africa and the economy yeah. in general, um, or you know we we con we 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 continue to lose players to to overseas. Um, I think with us going up north into the into the United Rugby Championship, you know, I think it, it can only it can only do and serve South African rugby well. Yeah, um, in the in the future, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And so you touched on, on Evan Ruiz before. Um, I feel yeah. he's the, of, of what I've seen and what I've heard from the, from the guy, he's the natural predecessor for, or sorry, successor for um, Dwayne Vermeulen. He ticks the boxes. He's also very mm. physical. He beats yeah. defenders. He can offload all yeah. the Dwayne Vermeulen kind of things. Yeah. Why do you think um, Jock Ninober decided to leave him out? Is it because he's too young? Or do you think like the first injury hits Evan Rose is on the plane or what do you think is the stance there?
1: Um, In terms of 8th man, you know it seems that if there's no specialist then anybody can fill in there. You can put a Quachasmith Smith in there and then it becomes a sort of holistic back row where you know you're just working with what you've got because yeah. you know the specialist is not there. So I think a specialist eighth man like Ivan Ruiz is 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 the successor. You've also got to bring someone like Pepsi Butalezi into that mix as well. Yeah, definitely. Yes, maybe not as so-called physical and big, but that boy can tackle. That boy is a leader of men. Yeah. He's got an en- he's got an engine like no tomorrow. Um, I really am a big fan of his. Having watched some of his rugby for DHS um, when he was playing with uh, with uh, Nohamba. Um, and uh, Comede as well, Telempil and um, I, mm. I, I remember fondly watching watching them against Glenwood the one day. Um, um if you're a Durbanite, you know how massive that is. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Pepsi Buttolese, and uh, I think the, the eighth man conversation is going to center around those two names yeah. uh, moving forward, depending on what you know the balance of the loose trio ends up being.
0: Yeah, Alric Lowe also uh, could be an option at um at 8th man, but I think he could more or less replace Peter Steffert two-way one day because he's, he mm-hmm. also plays flank. I think he's played more flank than 8th man for the Bulls. Um, yeah. But he's also, also, when you look at the stats in the URC, he's one of the leading guys, but I, like, it blows my mind how Evan Ruiz didn't make it because I looked at his stats a little bit and, like, everywhere, like on defenders beaten, carries made, uh, offloads made, he just, He's everywhere there. And it's not like he's on one carry made or things like that. He's like one of the top guys. Yeah, so I, I, think he, was, I, I do think he's unlucky. I do know, think, I, he's unlucky. I think he's unlucky. He the might just be unluckiest. the last,
1: you know, the extra
0: one. Yeah, he, he's the unluckiest guy to miss out for for me. I yeah. think, the, what, what do you think about the inclusion of uh, Salman Murat? Do you think that's like a, because it's he's also a, like an enforcer type of player? Simple,
1: simple, you know, covering covering the bases at lock. Yeah. I think that's, he's, he's the best of the rest. I was a big fan of his, um, remember when he played for SA on a 20. Um, I think he, you know, he also proved that he's a, he's a natural leader. Um, yeah. Yes, an enforcer, a tough guy, you know, makes the tackles and he's that physical presence you want in the second row. Yeah. Um, but he is young, um, he deserves his chance and uh, you know, he's, he's, he's benefited from the fact that, you know, a couple of ex are injured in those positions.
0: Yeah, definitely. I also I think, like you said, we're a little bit thin in the in the second row, and he's the like you said the best of the rest of the guys available for selection.
1: Yeah. All right. So I I, I see you you mentioned here. Uh, I think we've we've exhausted our our fullback time for the day, but you yeah. have mentioned Damien <laughs> velimsa Yeah. Um, and and I think you know it's either you love him or you hate him if you're a fan of South African rugby because, you know, there's there's just flair and I think he's been messed around position-wise. Yeah. Um, But uh, he does offer you that something.
0: Yeah. What I've I don't think in a tight
1: game I'd want to bring him on, but uh, if you're leading by 10 points and you
0: want to win buff by 30,
1: then Willems is your guy. What
0: I've said before, like... um if he is in their plans for to become a, a starter, then they need to start playing him because at this mm. stage, the Oak is getting 10, 50, 5 minutes and then yeah. people judge him on that. You can't really judge a Absolutely. player. You, you can't change a game in that in that space of time. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a, he's a good player and I think he proved it at school, but at this stage, because he has lack of game time, so he's not, that's why he's not performing at the level that as South Africans, we expect him to perform.
1: Yeah, I think yo, South African South African rugby fans and cricket fans. I mean, we, crazy. We <laughs> can we can be the most fickle people. Yeah. Um. I mean, when we're winning, it's are we winning boringly or are we winning? Ugly? Yeah. Yeah. If we, like... if we if we're losing, why is this guy in the team? Is he a merit selection? Is he there because of race? You know? Wow. It's just it's just a perfect storm that ends up. Doesn't matter whether you win or lose, yeah. people are never going to be satisfied. You're never going to please everyone.
0: Doesn't yeah, that, matter.
1: You pull a you pull a rugby championship. You pull a World Cup. You beat the Lions. <laughs> I mean, for goodness' sake, what more do we want? Now it was oh sorry, boring rugby. You know, sorry, we don't want to watch anymore. Yeah, I no, actually there's too, much, there's too much color in the team. Oh, sorry, we don't want to watch. I mean, come on.
0: I predicted you know. the 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 bomb to burst about the boring rugby when as soon as we started losing to Australia. Like even before that, I told people around me i think i also told you that um, we, as south africans will be happy with the boring if i can put it in uh, connotations boring rugby yeah. Yeah. um but as soon as we start losing then people are going to lose all their marbles yeah. all that and i mean and-
1: you can you can understand that when you know faf de, faf de clack kicks one box kick that works out from the 22
0: and, and then, then, it keeps then on you know,
1: every every single every single other opportunity though because just kicking so yeah um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a difficult one, uh, in terms of that. And everybody's going to have their opinion and jump on the bandwagon. Just like yeah. you know, the memes get, start getting made and, <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, it can get a bit messy, but I mean, we always have to just look at the, at the fact that we are triple world champions. We, yeah. you know,
0: we are Double the lion theory, so, uh,
1: exactly. So we just need to stick to, to our strengths and score some tries, man. Yeah. Like that's... give ourselves a chance. Yeah. Um. When 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 we do have, I think just like micro decisions on the front foot. Yeah. Under penalty advantage, don't kick guys, to are, guys back. are
0: kicking, don't,
1: don't kicking kick to away. do Barrett
0: it. kick to to breach on the other side, who's knocking me the whole the whole night. Yeah. No, Jordi Barrett is class. Eh? Yeah.
1: I can't, so, I can't stress that enough.
0: Um. So I want to move on to the cricket, Bobby. But but Absolutely. We do um. Would w- Would you like to see, or I would I will say my. 15 that I would like to see against Wales. Seeing that, wow. we're not, seeing that we're not going to go to give players chances, I thought maybe I could come up with a 15 that I'd like to see. Okay. Uh, so I think Ox needs to start at the loose head, then Dweba, okay. because I think Dweba is, is excellent. Uh, Thomas the Toy, the tank, a tight mm-hmm. head. Then Iben Etzebet and Salman Murat to give Murat that chance of playing. Uh, Sia Kulisi because I mean the man is in the form of his life people will still say he's a quota captain but I believe he's the shocking top shocking. top plank then Marco van Staden to play that fetcher role that I think we lack sometimes and I mean that one guy from Wales uh, what's his name or Hamish Watson he's mm. a, no he's man Hamish author. Watson is Scottish yeah Oh, Scottish. Watson is Scottish. Sorry, I need to do my own bit. <laughs> and then <laughs> obviously right. Dwayne from Yellen at eight, Kuebus Reinach nine, uh, because Faf is not there anymore. Faf is injured, yeah, yeah. But I think we need to give the, the three uh, scrummels that's there, we need to give them each a, a start at least. And yeah. then Andre Pollard, Mapimpi, Dialende. Um, Kosi and, and Fassi. That would be my perfect fifteen for the for the start of the tour. Yeah, well, I'm
1: interested there. Look, I haven't, I haven't given that enough thought. You know, to you know, put a put a solid fifteen there together, and I apologize for that. No, that's okay. Um, but uh, I'll just chuck a few comments there. Hmm. What do you think of Oxen Chair over Stephen Kitsov? Which which one would you start? As I'd say, you, you you starting Oxen benching Kitsov. Why why, think, why? is that? The spicy plum.
0: I feel the spicy plum is, uh, for me, he's like Quaha Smith. He's a, a 40 minutes player. He's excellent scrummager, but he he's not... I love what him when he, call comes, that, eh? when, he, when he comes from the bench and he's scrumming against, maybe he gets a few scrums against that tired legs of the other prop. He just destroys the guy. Then he's, he's already used to what, what's on the field and he the next guy comes in and he destroys him. But I just feel Ox uh, has been solid this year for the box. And I, I, I don't know. I just love Ox, seeing Ox play. He's just such a talent. Yeah, he's exciting. Yeah. He's exciting. Look, uh, um,
1: I mean, you must remember that, you know, Steven kitsoff captains the stormers uh, yeah. or has in the past at least. And he's, he's put in a lot of 80 minute uh, workhorses. You know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of his, um, uh, and I think you know, when it comes to the front row, you you basically need six. You don't have starters and you have replacements. They they yeah. We, that's use, a... we use them. We use them well. I think we're lucky to have good reserves there as well. Yeah. I'm interested as well there to to hear why you choose Dweba over Bonambi or Marks as your starting hooker.
0: Uh purely to get game time because he's a he's a young guy. He hasn't played a lot for South Africa. To get game time against Wales. Yeah, I think that's a perfect opportunity. It's a tight game. He's more of a, a loose type of player, but I think he can also bring. He likes to also steal balls, like a, he's like a, a fourth no, as, flanker,
1: as does, as does Martin. As does you know, Martin I think,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, but uh, a little bit of X factor. Okay, I, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, um, yeah. You said you said you wanted to move on to cricket. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's a few more things we could, we could discuss there. I think the back line there is solid. Um, we've yeah. had our fussy discussion. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm in the Linde, not going you anywhere. Can't replace Pollard, them. Pollard, you <laughs> can't back, You back him. My, uh, my Pimpy and cosi are solid as well.
0: Uh, i'll back Pollard to kick for my house if i have to even though he has been. but yes i i don't know what's what's going on what why do you think the
1: dip in form all of a sudden especially in the goal kicking area
0: i think maybe like i don't know why but if a a 10 puts on a blue bulls jersey it's just as if he becomes (laughs) a next level 10 like honestly and people can they can argue with me all they like but as soon as he, as soon as a, a number 10 gets a Blue Bulls jersey, he kicks well, he uh, runs the back line well, he just does everything well. But, but I'm not sure if the pressure in, in, and this is not a, a like an insult to Northern Hemisphere rugby, I'm not sure if it's that kind, we have more high pressure in, in uh, South Africa where kickers have to, you have to kick well, you have to do this. And I think yeah. if we had another 10, that uh, that is as solid as Pollard. Pollard would not have been in in the Springbok squad because yeah. he's, because of his kicking. Now,
1: I mean, Yankees Yankees had a great performance in that last game yeah, to New Zealand. And I think you know something something small can also you know put yeah, put guys. his injury, off. his injury, that big injury is who Pollard uh, Pollard's big injury at last year. Also, something small that no one thinks about is the ball. Mm. The ball in in the southern in 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 the southern hemisphere. I know maybe it's a small excuse, maybe it's a whatever, but I think that that kicking those different balls in in Australia and New Zealand versus yeah. kicking kicking the standard good old Gilbert in in the northern hemisphere. Maybe it's that it's that kind of familiarity rather than you know these actually yeah, Adidas numbers that they that they're kicking around down south. So I don't know. For me, something just tells me that you know the technique is out because of the ball and I might be horribly wrong and it's a smash left field but yeah that's a that's something that could come into the to the equation and why does it affect some acts and not others yeah
0: I'm obviously not discounting Yankees but I don't know he's for me as a fan he's just let me down too many times (laughs) yeah I remember I
1: remember him getting stepped I can't remember who it was by but he got stepped, and I thought to myself, yo, we may as well. You <laughs> said to the oak, okay, you may as well have my whole family. Here we go. I'm not even going to yeah. worry. Yeah, um, that's, that's one thing about you know, I always, I always think, yeah, um, body on the line. And this, uh, a Yankees was the last defender, and it was, you know, he was covering at fullback, <laughs> and he just got stepped on his backside. Yeah. And I mean, us as fans thinking to ourselves, yo, as this guy. But now making comments like that, meanwhile, you know, we are we are here on the couch, so we've yeah. got to keep that in mind. Yeah, that's, that's true.
0: <laughs> okay, so for the uh, the do you have anything more to add about the the, the 15 that I selected or no no, I'm, no I'm done. I'm done. That's okay, a,
1: awesome.
0: that's a solid effort. Okay, so I think let's move on to the, the cricket, the World Cup preview.
1: Yeah, it's it's I think it's a, yeah, it's a it's a preview as such. Um, and again, you know, um, you have to start off the discussion by, by just mentioning the, the, the transformation debate, um, yeah, exclusions and selection policy. And I think the, the comment that I'm going to go with is the fact that yes, transformation is absolutely necessary. And we all, we all hopefully understand that. Hmm. And people who say, that, uh, no, we, I can't support racism. Mm. I'm saying from a pale perspective now. It's all well and good to say I can't support racism, but then you should also not support inequality. Yeah. So therefore, you know, if we get the inequality in South Africa correct and we get more people on the same level, then by all means we can scrap AA, we can scrap transformation. And that, as someone outside of the country, that is the opinion that I'm absolutely unapologetic about. So people can come and, and shout at me and say, "Ah, oh, but but Bavuma this, Bavuma that. Bavuma is going nowhere because he's a political appointment. He's the best black batsman that we have, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And you can't just say, you know, you can't just say, you know, gone are the days where, you know, you can just put black wingers, you put the blacks in the, on the wing there and then mm-hmm. hide them and yeah, play black bowlers. And, you know, it's it, those kind of days are gone. So, holistically for the country Bavuma is the best choice and he's, mm-hmm. he's he's led at the Lions he's respected um, he carries himself well yeah, you know, he's a humble intelligent smarter and I think people should just leave him alone yeah. I think on on social media it can be an absolute oh it is. It is a all minefield. It's
0: a shit show. That's why it's social media. Is. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. It's it's a it's a minefield of, of ignorance. It's a minefield of privilege, and you know I've I've act had to actually limit the amount of comments that I do place on those on those magazine pages due to the yeah. fact that you know it, it's so easy to get riled up and and yeah, uh, spend and your whole day commenting on Facebook. Cases. Exactly, and then you lose out on time with you know people who. Yeah. You, really do care about yeah um so yeah that's my that's my
0: soliloquy on on that i part. think bavuma is a is actually a solid choice i think if you look he doesn't always bat the quickest but like yesterday in that game against pakistan he provided that solidic- solidity so that Razi van dusen can take over and yeah. smash, the, smash the ball and what i what i what i'm i'm grateful to
1: or about in that batting performance was the fact that quentin de kock failed yeah. And somebody else took up that baton and said, "Okay, it's fine. I'm going to grip the, the game by the balls and I'm going to smash." Yeah. You know, Russi Russi van der and scored a hundred at a strike rate of two hundred, yeah. 150 balls. I mean, uh, that's, that's going to win you games. That's yeah, going to win you games. Um, he paced himself, he paced the innings, and we won off the last ball. What more? What more do you want from a chase on yeah. a dust ball? Yeah. I mean, goodness gracious! And like you say, Bavuma. Bavuma provided, you know, thirty runs at a at a decent at a decent hop, and he's he's that kind of guy that's going to nurdle. You're never going to expect him to smash sixes, but yeah. he hit one off, off his nose off Afridi into the stands. And yeah. I mean, n- none of these armchair critics with a bottle of brandy in their hand are going to ever 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 do that. So yeah. they can just just rest, shalap yep. sit down. <laughs> so you know, and I mean, he caught a he caught an in absolutely yeah. incredible well, catch. Nobody. If it's John T. Rhodes, you can be in the team for, for fielding. Now, why why is Timber Bavuma any different? Yeah, you know. And I think that's I mean, I to say before I start sounding Ursh- like you know,
0: <laughs> Gibbs, that guy. Although he had some great knocks for South Africa, but he has always he has also been in the team just for his fielding. Stuff. Come on now, come on now. I'm a massive Gibbs fan. I'm <laughs> a massive. No, i I I like I said, he had some great knocks, but there was a spell where. He brought nothing yeah. more than just field, yeah,
1: Then intensity in the field. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, yes, that catch over the shoulder and extra at extra cover. Yeah. And he's what, never what flamboyant. He just tosses the ball back to the umpire. You yeah. know, I I appreciate that kind of character.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And I think you know, I we got smacked around, mm. um, by Fakar Zaman, and he eventually retired. I don't know whether we would have won the game if he carried on batting because he was just slotting everything.
0: Yeah, I saw and that. I think, it was crazy.
1: I think we've got to we've got to take a good hard look at ourselves. And uh, when when it comes to to pace bowling and vary our length a little bit. Yeah. Because Andre Unri- Nokia while he has seems to have developed a change of pace, which is great. He just keeps bowling in the slot and getting smashed. Mm. And then Lungi Ngidi angles the ball in to the right hander, and he also just keeps. Keeps getting smashed, yeah. and then he tries to bowl slower balls and loses control. So, I think you know, while our bowlers are a very um, a big strength of ours, and I, I feel yeah. a lot of our wins in this in this t uh, Twenty are going to come from our bowlers, or the foundations are going to be laid by our bowlers. Um, I just feel that even even that we we have to have a few a few tweaks, especially on these pitches where the ball doesn't come onto the bat yeah. and when you're going to change up your pace and stuff you can't be bowling all over the place Both sides of the wicket kind of story yeah. um there was also an injury to Shamsi. Um, that's
0: that's a, that's a big saw. hit for solar yeah, yeah
1: i think he didn't even he didn't complete his first over before he rolled his ankle or something like that oh. i think it was an ankle injury um remember it is you watched the highlights. I watched the whole game. Live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I me, think I missed that exactly
0: the, what the injury was. I can't actually believe there. there are still people uh, who 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 doubt Shamsi. I mean, 28 wickets in one in a calendar T20 year. I mean, that's incredible. Top lead, leading wicket taker this year and yeah. number one in the world for T20 bowling. I mean, how do you still how do you still judge a guy like or how do you still uh, doubt a guy like that to. to yeah. play his, his
1: numbers his numbers absolutely speak for themselves yeah. i mean again it might be an alternative opinion but people might see that you know he's a little bit chunky and out of shape and he, his length can be all over the place at times hmm. and you know then all of a sudden it's like no no we can't we can't have this no he, yeah. he needs to, you know, get into better shape, or needs to be more consistent. And you never, like we said before, you're never gonna please everybody. Yeah. So he's yeah. getting wickets. He bowls wicket to wicket. He he doesn't often bowl as, or doesn't bowl as many bad balls as what he used to. Yeah. Um, he's getting better. Ba- and I think getting consistent. Yeah. And I think he knows where to put his fielders between between him and 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 Bavuma. He knows how to get people out. He seems like an intelligent guy he's got some variety and the left arm chinaman bowler coming from you know sort of over the ear
0: yeah
1: and with a quick arm action it's not the easiest thing to face yeah definitely yeah he's he's vital for us i hope that that uh that injury can be sorted out quickly
0: yeah do you think think, you know
1: okay keep going no you go first okay so no i i think you know it's it's very It's very unusual to see us so spin heavy in our in our attack. Yeah, that's not a South
0: African thing. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Playing three spinners with comfort. Yeah. We don't normally do that. I mean, three spinners and like one frontline pace bowler and a and a bits and pieces guy to to
0: at one stage we had like one spinner in the one quality spinner in the whole country. And and that spinner was Paul Harris, who bored people to death. (laughs) Like exactly. So
1: you know someone like George Linder yeah. really going to be to be valuable Keshaw Maharaj that people were like no he's he's a test spinner he's only a test spinner and I think that is the fact that he is now you know at the forefront of 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 the bowling attack yeah um in terms of spin bowling is 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 an attestment to to Kingsmead and the way they've started to prepare pitches down there now yeah um gone are the days where you know it's a it's south africa's quickest pitch and pace and bounce and it's actually a it's a turner it's a it's a it's a spinners it's a spinners track it's a bit drier these days so i think you know that coupled with keshav's maraj's work ethic which is well well documented um his economical action i think really um he's going to be the forefront of the south Africa's spinning for a
0: long time to come yeah, so why do you think, like, ever since I can remember, my father has always said, the pretias coming, the eight club, I plant me. Why do you think we always put ourselves in good positions and then, like, the tail of another country, which will score absolutely no runs against, like, Australia, for instance, will yeah. come and just smack our O's, like, all over That's, the place?
1: It's very interesting that
0: you say that. Um,
1: I thought to myself as well, like, you know, at the at the top of the order... We used to have a Kirsten and a Gibbs. Yeah. You know, and Gibbs would just come out and smash yeah. and, and get you a fast start. These days, it's Quinton or nothing. Yeah. And I think that as well, we need to touch on that. How, have you noticed how other teams have, have worked him out at the top of the order?
0: Yeah. He's like the, like ever since I think we played Australia and it was uh, Mitchell Stock, the, the left hander, he got him out. Yeah, yeah. I think the whole series or two of the three games, he got him out cheaply. And it was that one shot he played. And that yeah. same shot, he went bat out. Coming down at
1: an angle, getting yeah. through the gate. Same shot last um, night. From over the wicket. On. Yeah. I was, that's, it's a nice point that you bring up there. Like, I was thinking, you know, from a, from a spinning perspective, it's like we open the, we bat first or even when you bat second, what they're going to do that bring the spinner on for mm. the first over. Right arm off taking the ball away from Quinton and he kind of loses his head. Um plays a big shot and the ball does something and then he's gone. So yeah. um I think you know he's, he's he has to develop a little bit of a bit of temperament. I mean, he's failed in both his warm up games and he's he's tended well, he's, he's touted to be very crucial for us. Yeah. So I think you know, people people have worked out his weakness against spin. And that's the way that they're gonna try and get him out. Doesn't matter who we play. So, yeah. so I do think you think we?
0: It might be needed. Although he's our like a he's an openings batsman. Do you think it might be needed for him to come in a bit later? So that not we, a chance. Doesn't matter
1: whether whether you put him in at the top or you put him in at, at six or just at five him, or whatever. Keep a spin for him. firstly they're gonna bowl spin at him. Yeah. And secondly, there's no point in protecting him yeah. because you want him to bat, just yeah. like David Miller. Like, David Miller, you want him to bat. You don't want him to bat after, you know, Klaassen or give the Oak two, three overs to, to do what he to do. Yeah, like to, to go and crazy. It's very and then, destructive.
0: And then the whole so, of South Africa will say, David Miller doesn't do anything, but they forget exactly. he had two overs to do anything. Exactly.
1: So I think you know we have to we have to use our weapons properly, yeah. and for me, Claassen should bat six or seven
0: yeah he's he's, that he's, had, he's had
1: many he's had many chances, and yes, he comes off, but float them a bit don't don't yeah. give them like adjust adjust the strategy to the situation yeah. um, you can't have you can't sort of have a, a set batting position, and then you know you're looking for quick runs and then. You don't have you, you you keep David Miller in the sheds yeah um, who's who's I don't know, who's maybe, going to bring maybe, you maybe I'm team. a bit biased because he has been a little bit inconsistent um but uh yeah I'm not a, I'm not the, the thing is to I think he's of one fan, of, to be honest.
0: Miller is one of those guys that the coach like when you coached you had that one guy he's not always on form but you know his potential you know yeah. what he can do to a bowling yeah team.
1: Exactly. I mean, I've got a name in my head, but, you know, there was a guy, maybe if he one day sees this, a guy called Mitchell Barnard that I coached uh, in, in, the, in, the, in uh, my high school coaching career. And Mitchell just gave it a tonk. So, yeah. you know, you, put, you, you, you pitch it up, he's going to hit you in the trees. You yeah. might, might not do it for very long, but, you know, <laughs> that he was that guy. He's going to bring the run rate right
0: up for a few overs.
1: That's it. And then he comes in with his floppy hairstyle and bowls out swingers and bowls people out.
0: I'll never forget. Anyway. So, <laughs> em, what's your what's your opinion on our chances? Because usually when we came to World Cups, we would have been like, the fa- we're one of the favorites. Mm. We're going to smash everyone at the World Cup. We smash everyone over the ice. Like I remember before World Cups, my father always said South Africa is speaking at the wrong time because we're smashing everybody. And then yeah. in the World Cup, we just... Uh, I don't Chalk. want to say choke, but yeah, that's basically no. what we do. Look, I think, but
1: again... This World Cup, again. It's,
0: prefer- like, it's as if the roles have been reversed. We're now mm. one of the underdogs, if I can put it like that. Yeah. And, and I
1: think, you know, I being being an underdog is great. Yeah. Um,
0: There's no pressure on the pretios, basically.
1: Yes. Yes. That's... If you are a true underdog, then no one's expecting you to win. But... Yeah. But South African even fans though, will
0: always expect you to win. <laughs> doesn't
1: matter how negative they actually are and what yeah. spews out their mouth from a very ignorant perspective at some point. But we must remember that this podcast is being pitched to them, so we can't insult them too much. No, no, no. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm also a <laughs> South African um, fan. I'm the same. Like, no, absolutely. I, mean, absolutely. I told you, we, I haven't watched cricket in a long time and it's because yeah. of what goes on. in. But I also realize I need to... Make the difference between cricket South Africa and the Proteas. yeah, difference that's, between... a, that's a that's And I think a lot of people. Yeah, morning. we can go into um,
1: that 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 one. I think we might be awake till uh, our 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 game against Australia if we yeah. if we start going <laughs> on about that. But um, yeah, I was going to say something intelligent now. Uh oh, the chokers tag. No, you see, in our group now, what we what we have seen is that. You know, T20 cricket is like the Sevens rugby of the world. Sevens yeah. rugby is a, is a great leveler, just like T20 cricket is. Yeah. Somebody can, you can have Nile O'Brien from Ireland. I don't, it, I don't think he plays anymore, but, you know, someone like that. Or, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're checking again, oh, hang on a second, I might lose this game. Yeah. So or Bob it is a great a leveler. Yeah. yeah, Tommy Mikpal or, you know, one of those guys. So I think we have to keep that in mind. And secondly, we have become inconsistent, and and our fans are still going to think of us as chokers, even though, we
0: even though really in order to really choke
1: you have to actually be have a chance, <laughs> yeah, decent uh, yeah. to to get there. Um, I think, do we have a chance? We are we are passionate fans. We think with our hearts, my man. Yes, absolutely, yeah. we do. absolutely we do, and. Are we going to get support? Um, doesn't matter which game we play. Yes, we are. Do we have the potential to beat anyone on our day? Yes, we do. So if we can if we can string those consistent performance, performances together and make our own luck, do the basics well, field yeah. well, bowl catch with discipline, no. take our catches, uh, I have no doubt. I, I, I think we can go far. If we get out of our group, focus on that,
0: yeah, um, that should be the get first. out of
1: our group and absolutely, then take it from there. Yeah. And I'm glad to see that you know there's other guys picking up, picking their hands up with a bat. Yeah, that was um, very important. To... I think for
0: Quentin the Cook as well. He needs to know mm. that I'm not the be all and end all of the team. Yeah, I need. I need he needs that. What he needs to have a few guys that if he goes out cheaply, he knows yeah. it's not over for. I mean,
1: time. Aiden Aiden Markham didn't even bat yesterday, yeah. so yeah, I think he's he's also in good form the fact that Yaneman Milan is not there is an absolute travesty and only That's, only the selectors can can tell us why. Yeah, um, it's like the
0: Evan Ruiz being left out of the end of
1: Europe. Twice. Yeah I think Yanneman is even unluckier than Ruiz, man. Yeah. But uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> because one anyway. has performed for South Africa. That's yeah American I mean you look at you look at his limited overs averages 90.
1: and yes chaos. But yeah, I, I I look forward to our game against
0: Australia. Um, yeah, they're also a team and, that's, uh, that's not completely on one. Sort of, but they always, yeah, no, exactly. They always. But the Australians always bring that
1: that Aussie spirit. Yeah. And they're like the poker in
0: a in a rugby World Cup. They're always gonna be there. <laughs>
1: yeah, definitely. Um, I think they've got a they've got some match winners there. Yes, guys like David Warner, I think, is. His mind uh, after the IPL and all that kind of stuff, and I think he just he's gonna respond either in one or two ways. He's either gonna go to pieces in this World Cup, or he's gonna eat everybody
0: to. Or
1: world, watch out because he's gonna be like, you shouldn't treat me like this. Yeah. Um, So yeah, it's it's gonna be a great game and. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna support them wholeheartedly.
0: Definitely. Luckily, I saw the games for us is or the first game is I think starting at seven o'clock on Saturday for us in Korea. Wow. So okay. it's actually not. You don't have to miss your whole night's sleep to watch the, the game. Yeah.
1: I mean, cheers. Uh, you wake up for UFC on Sunday morning, so yeah, will <laughs> not go to bed too late.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. So uh, let's talk a little bit about. Do you have anything else about the cricket to add, or are you? No, you I have, think that's okay. about it. So I think one thing that a lot of South African sports fans, if I can put it like that, has missed out on is Bafana's great form recently. Like, I mean, topping a World Cup qualifying group where at one stage we couldn't even score a goal at AFCON. So yeah. what what do you think is the, the main thing that changed there? Because, I mean, we've had coaches on coaches on coaches. Mm, in absolutely. Just do nothing. But now suddenly it's as if this guy... Uh, Well, I've talked to a few guys in South Africa. They said, like, this guy doesn't really care what you do on the pitch, off the pitch. You just need to play uh, soccer or football, as some people call it. So, do you think it's the coach and the motivation? Or what do you think happened there for South Africa?
1: Look, there must have been, you know, in, in soccer... I mean, again, this is a personal opinion, but in soccer... Well, let's call it football I think we should we should just yeah, make football. that distinction right now it's football yeah. I don't care what the, what the Americans say yeah yeah uh, it's it's football um so in football as such it's very flash like everybody you know you the the English soccer stars are are out there everybody's wages are public so yeah people know that soccer stars now I'm calling it soccer football stars make money yeah true everybody knows that yeah so it's like that mindset of arrogance and flash and ego, it's not sustainable as a yeah. professional sportsman. It's not actually sustainable. And if you it look seems at that,
0: big names fall because of that,
1: exactly. And I mean, you just have to look at, at someone like Ngolo Kante, who is the picture of humility, but he smashes people and yeah, he's, he's injured. Like, a, like he's he's grateful, you know, I mean, flying under the radar. Exactly. So low key is better when it comes to confidence, low key is better. So I think if you, if you make a conscious effort to remove that flash and you instill some discipline, some, some meaning for the Jersey, I think that whole, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm never satisfied. I'm always hungry um, for the next win, the next success. I think that, that, that core, Needs that, that we needed to flick that, that core, and I think this coach possibly has done that. Yeah, I myself I don't think I've watched a South African football game since the days of Mark Fish. <laughs> the days of okay, okay, I lied. Yeah. I watched, we all 2010. watched 2010. we all watched Even 2010 because if you've you know, never we never watched in the vibe the on our game. <laughs> there were it was Spanish and Dutch women in our hometown, like you know, we all watched it, we all got in the vibe, yeah, but um, yeah, so I think. Uh, that was the last time I really watched for fun, for fun, and I'm going to make a conscious effort to watch them again. Whether yeah. I, I'm not going to know the players, but I don't care because they're churning out results again, and winning brings fans. Yeah, so a, that's the main thing. We 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 have to remember that you can't just you know write off one one sport or one national team just because. Of your own, you know, preconceived biases yeah. or whatever. If we're gonna call ourselves true sport fans, we've got to get behind our national teams everything. Yeah. Um, and everything. Uh, and it's so very positive news.
0: Bafana is actually in a, a nice position now because if they win their next game on the 11th of November, and yeah. Ghana um, loses the game, I don't think Ghana, Ghana will play. Let me just check my notes here. Uh, they're playing Ethiopia. So I don't think they will lose. But I mean, it is football yeah. and it is sport. Yeah. Anything can happen at any day. So if Bafana yeah. wins and, um, and Ghana loses, Bafana is mm-hmm. through. Which will be flipping great because win-loss. We, the only time I can remember we qualified for a World Cup because that's when I actually had memory of things. I mm-hmm. <laughs> was 20, uh, 2002. Okay, I think, uh, yeah, 98, no, 2002. We
1: were in the 98 World Cup,
0: weren't we? I'm not pre- exactly in sure. In France, about. I think.
1: Yeah, in France. In France, I think And so. then in
0: 2010, we because qualified. Pierre Issa
1: was already playing, I remember that.
0: And then 2010, because we 2010, have hosted the World yeah. Cup, and yeah. then if we can get to this one, I think it we yeah that'll be great not, no. nobody will expect anything from bafana when we go to the world cup but it will just be that feeling of I yeah mean, and that experience
1: and i mean those those players who play yeah. for for south african teams or well, now you're going to the world cup it's a big yeah. deal man like that's it's a not big just big you're not
0: just going to play another exhibition match you're actually going to yeah. the world stage where and the, I mean, the people who watch ronaldo is going to watch you actually
1: yeah and not only that if you think of if you think of how many teams there are in Africa hmm. fighting for how many, four slots, five slots, yeah. how many slots whatever there is huge competition yeah. for like crumbs in the, in the world cup. Why, why are they not, why, why do they have to be more, you know, so many more European slots versus African slots? I think that's an indictment on,
0: yeah, we know, can do the that on another such.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we can talk pull about our, that. Pull for, our politi- political heads on and see, um, so, I think yeah, man, we have a tricky, if we can get one of those slots, it would be incredible for Safi We have football. a tricky
0: path to qualify still. We have to uh, beat Zimbabwe. That's our game on the 11th when Ghana plays mm. Ethiopia. So, and Zimbabwe has been a tricky kind of, it's not like with rugby where if we pitch up in Zimbabwe, we're going to just smash them. So, it's, yeah. it's a tricky tricky situation. They are not. They shouldn't mm. go into the mindset of we've already qualified. They should still yeah. play as like they were
1: playing absolutely
0: yeah so all right november.
1: what what when is our game against zimbabwe you're educating me here on this podcast when <laughs> on the when if I, if on I the I 11th
0: 11th yeah 11th november 11
1: november okay yeah. so i'm doing that day and i'll definitely watch
0: yeah definitely putting all our support around, uh, behind all the teams
1: <laughs> correct
0: yeah yeah so uh, jeff do you have anything else to add
1: no, I think I think that's that's it. We're done. Uh, we can I think we can introduce ourselves on you know put our put our links a little bit of a description on
0: yeah definitely. on
1: who we are and you know what that yeah. So Jeff, tell us I mean, about it. your
0: your uh, how can I say side hustle blog type of vibe that you're that you have going.
1: Okay, so thank you, thank you for that. Um, I'll I'll mention it there. My my. Uh, blog is five one five leadershipcom dot com, and uh, it's centered around male mental health and servant leadership. So that's something that I'm 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 really passionate about. Uh, something that I have loads of personal experience with. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that that's something that I I try and work at here um, in 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 South Korea when I do have a chance. So pretty yeah, much every important. every every day (laughs) um so yeah uh, it's it's something that's is very very close to my heart and i think when you when you find your passion in life and you know you find things that you really enjoy it's 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 always good to go through with them and to practice them and to do them um it's the it's the foundation of happiness and i've i've really found that helping people is and you know so-called making an impact yeah, um deep. and being a being a real guy like putting my emotions on my sleeve and saying you know this is this is how i felt this is what i did you know this is the reasons why i did it um and telling my story i feel like there's a there's a power in in, yeah, deep in deep. not only releasing it for yourself but you know so other, being people, that person can for other people Yeah, absolutely and i'm not there to to brag i, I really I, I don't want to but i'm i'm uh, i'm a I'm a, I'm a bit of a warrior my man but i'm a warrior in a garden because there's a choice that you that you that you make every day to to you know yeah, approach life with a a bit of gratitude and and, and kindness you know yeah. anyway that's a little bit too much more than uh, what you wanted there <laughs>
0: no no it's a, it's it's definitely fine i think mental health and uh uh for sports people or sports players are also very important
1: yeah uh, definitely
0: I, and i expats... think that's why why people win games when when you're down. Like, I mean, if you look yeah. at Man United's game last night, they were down 2-0. And- yeah,
1: and who? <laughs> Mr. Elite himself, Mr. <laughs> One Percenter. He came out yeah. with the goods. The man of the elite that's
0: mentality.
1: Correct. That's what, that's what separates, you know. Yeah, when the when the chips are down and other people are making excuses, it's it's the champion within that you know says yeah. I'm gonna grip it and I'm gonna gonna make the difference. You know, what about what about you? What have you got going on on the side there other than uh, in what we're doing here?
0: Uh, I I've recently started with an affiliate website. It's not set up yet. It will probably be yeah. set up in on the next podcast. So I will talk more about it on there. Um, okay so because i just feel it's important to to build generational wealth and not just work Absolutely. till the day you're 65 and then retire and then your children then must it. work and then yeah. your children must work and i
1: mean i'm i'm, I'm i must just say that uh, i'm i'm inspired by you as well um yeah. i know we've you, spoken about this well. about this together but you know uh, another guy who's got a family has got a child. He's got a wife who's sitting up at what 1137 in the evening, you know, making things happen. And I think that's great. Um, thanks man. Me with, 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 with my mental, you know, disorder, I sleep from two to nine. That's my, you know, so for me, this is like run of the mill, but for someone with a, with a baby and a wife, it's, I don't have a child yet. So, you know, it's a, it's a big thing, and to 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 begin with 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 that kind of mindset of I'm going to do this for for generational wealth, that's what it's all about. Yeah, that's
0: the thing. Like, um, and for me, it's also like this podcast would have never happened if it wasn't for you, because like I told you in our personal chats, like I've talking about a podcast or starting a type of show, YouTube channel for sports with a lot of people, and they all just say, "Yeah, let's do it," and that's the last thing you hear of it. Yeah, Um,
1: I think you know. There's a book. I mean, I'm 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 a a huge advocate for for books when I when I read them and I take value from them. And there's a book called you know The Power of Now. And to sum it up in one sentence is when you think about it, just do it.
0: Yeah, just don't talk
1: about it. Just do it.
0: It's if it works. Speak
1: speak less and do more, and don't end up don't end up you know living your life always. Oh, his had he had so much potential. You've yeah. got potential. You're, you're you're alive. You've got some form of resources. Put them to work. Put your time to
0: work and do something. Yeah. If it works you know? good for you. If it doesn't work, you're just back to where you were. You learned. No, you're nothing... back to where you were. You haven't lost. And anything. you're back to where you were with experience.
1: Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I mean, the 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 highest of mountains doesn't. It's not the foundation of success. It's. Yeah. I'm I'm even speaking like this only because i've been to the deepest of valleys not because i've reached success yet absolutely but i've i've been my my biggest flex is being to the lowest of low and spending spending you know learning time time in in the lowest of low and then getting out and that's where that's where true power is when when you and anybody watching this if you are a if you are a warrior fighting yourself, not making excuses and winning that fight every single day, then I'm proud of you and I'm encouraging you. And you need to carry on going because yeah, awesome. you cannot afford to tap out, you know. Yeah. And hopefully, it's it's a lot of a lot of chaps are going to be uh, watching this this podcast and listening to us talk nonsense. But at the end of the day, don't hide your emotions. Yeah. Um, you know, really? feel them, release your them, emotions and like just you do when you're grind. On <laughs>
0: yeah exactly
1: (laughs) have a beer with the boys and talk to
0: talk to people that men will say they don't have emotions but when we watch sport it's like emotion overload
1: my man it's boor it's bursian mentality yeah (laughs) you don't have you don't have emotion until someone looks at your macy funny and then you hit him with a skeleton book (laughs) like
0: yeah or yeah, it's just uh, like I, I always find it so funny when when we say we don't have emotions or we we struggle to show emotions, but you put on that television and Colby breaks for nothing. My All man. the yes! emotions are there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Jeff, thank you for joining me tonight. Well, not joining me; it's both our podcast. So, thank absolutely. you for being here tonight. And thanks you too as well to everybody that listened and took the time to listen to us talking a little bit like fans who talk and not expert analysis. Thanks for listening and see you next week. Absolutely. Take it easy. Cheers. Take it easy. Cheers. Cheers,
1: bro. Enjoy the beer. (laughs) Ah, shot. (laughs) What's left of it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)